This is a Quizball Cast, episode 47A, 2008 Minnesota Open Lit Tournament, round one between Mike and Jeremy and Seth and Celine. One section of this work focuses on Judy Hathaway, who murdered her abusive husband but still buried him because she believed that every member of the titular group deserves a place in the ground. In another section of this work, Percival is stricken with male breast cancer, Anita finds that her that the candy of her childhood tastes wrong, and their child Bethany has a teacher named Mr. Methuselah, who is convinced that uh, that pious people can live forever. In the first story of this collection, Ruth finds an abandoned baby that she names after Aubrey, fa- Aubrey's father, Miles, but their uh, marriage disintegrates. In the last story of this collection, Anne Perry stays with railroad uh, porter George Carter and leaves a wintertime scene wall hanging. In addition to those stories, in The Blink of God's Eye and Tapestry, the title story tells of an investigator who longs to go to Alaska and discovers that Alona, and not uh, a heroin dealer, killed her husband, Ike. Focusing on blacks in Washington, D.C., for 10 points in the short story collection, which, like Lost in the City and The Known World, was written by Edward P. Jones. <laughs> the capital? No. Other goals to guess, by the way, uh, It's time to all anti-Hagrid's children. Not all the toss ups are going to be like that. Yeah. One day. It'll be okay. Toss-up two. The speaker longs to turn like the Eleusinian hierophant holding up a, a single ear of grain in this author's poem, Cartographies of Silence. Implementing poetically uh, new way film techniques in such works as Images for Godard and Shooting Script, this author won the Yale Series of Younger Poets Award for her first poetry collection, A Change of World. She, su- she suggests the need for a moratorium on using phrases, uh, the phrase the body in notes towards the politics of location and argues in blood, bread, and poetry that compulsory heterosexuality produces myths like the vaginal orgasm. She describes a man in terror of impotence or infertility not knowing the difference in the Ninth Symphony of Beethoven understood at last as a sexual message and along with collections like the diamond cutters and snapshots of a daughter-in-law for 10 points in this uh, poet and essayist of driving into the wreck. Rich. Yes. That was weird. Okay. I don't know. Well done. Oh my it's like goodness. I've heard of this last thing. All right. All right. Wow. All right. three. One of them has tears of wax floating down, uh, down to her neck as a representation of the martyr Dolorosa. One of them is permanently scarred from seeing a pale blue envelope with money sticking out of it and also sings Prenez Garde a Tu Tin Chu before reminiscing about a man who followed her home from school. That man fires his secretary with whom his wife runs away and it is only after that secretary's death that trouble befalls them. One of them commits suicide using a revolver as he hides behind a, hides behind a tree which is preceded by the death of another who drowns in a fountain. For 10 points, identify this motley crew who try to describe their reality to the stage manager. At one point in this novel, Freddie Durkee, the old man, the old Mr. Mouse Man, tells you how he started earning $6,500 a year by learning from Dr. Waldo F. Pete how to entertain banquets and how to become a rational, powerful, and original thinker in an ad for a shortcut education publications company. Other commercials like Can You Play a Man's Part and Fingerprint Detectives Wanted entice Ted to take correspondence courses uh, which, uh, which the title character rejects, though he had, uh, he had no idea they rank right up with groceries and movies. To lawyer P.J. Maxwell, he offers to perjure himself to save his friend, who had shot his wife Zilla. Oh, yeah, it is Babbitt. Yes. 
There goes my cat half here. That's what you think. That's a fire could happen here. In one word, this author describes a river which like scram- which scrambled like a goat, dislodging stones, and rides of being uh, shut with wards of sound in, uh, into a sudden quiet. Another of this man's works concludes that earth has rolled beneath her weight, the bones that cannot bear the light, and begins against the burly air, I wrote, that God is distant, difficult, in Ovid, the, Ovid in the Third Ranch, and most famously wrote of how dead cones uh, upon the alder shook in his poem In Memory of Jane Fraser. Harold Bloom has written that this author, uh, that this author of the collections King Log and For the Unfallen in, is the for, foremost contemporary British poet. For ten points, a name's author who wrote about Arthur in the Mercian hymns. Owen. Motion. Uh, Jeffrey Hill. Toss up six. This novel's narrative was initially uh, smitten with the daughter of a parson who extols the stomach-curing virtues of ale. The title character's first lover found out uh, her affections when she didn't wholly erase numerous sketches of him uh, she had done on the backs of her canvases. The narrator of this work gives a young boy, a young boy, a puppy, sired by his playful dog Sancho, and a particularly ostentatious gift given in this work is an illustrated copy of Walter Scott's Marmion. Near the end of this novel, the narrator touches to a nearby, nearby town in an attempt to stop a marriage, but soon realizes that his friend and a blonde named Esther are the ones tying the knot. The miscreant Grimsby and the reformed Hattersley are two of the men in this novel, which also features the adulterous lady Lobro and the meek Millicent Hargrave. The title character is sheltered by her brother, Mr. Lawrence, after she marries the ne'er-do-well Arthur Huntingdon. Framed as a series of letters from Gilbert Markham, Bronte things, Tenant of Wildfell Hall. Oh. Mm. Still have to reset. Cool. One character in this work signs away his canaries, cockatoo, and mice to the zoological gardens before leaving London and introducing the protagonist uh, to the agent Monsieur Rubel. That, that character goes by the titles of Perpetual Archmaster of the Rosicrucian Masons of Mesopotamia, as well as the Knight Grand Cross of the Order of the Brazen Crown, and is found in a morgue in Paris at the end of this novel. Count Fosco conspires with personal... That's woman in white. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Why are you on that? <coughs> Why do I do that? <laughs> okay. Class of eight. One character in this work exclaims that the worst sin towards our fellow creatures is to not and is not to hate them, but to be indifferent to them, calling it the essence of inhumanity. That character is always is called away by by Christie because his mom Annie is ill after li- uh, leaving her home for Uncle Titus's, on conditions that the old horse Jim lives in Clover and Christie be given a china peacock for his marriage to Sarah Wilkins. The protagonist is given control of the estate and he soon bars anyone from in- insulting the illegitimate Essie. Noting that I should never uh, dream of hanging any gentleman by an American clock, Gentleman Johnny releases the protagonist, who is being hanged in place of uh, Pastor Anderson. For ten points in this play about the return to Westerbridge upon the death of Timothy of Dick Dudgeon, an American anti-religious follower created by George Bernard Shaw. Man and Superman. No. Devil's Disciple? Uh. Class of nine. 
In the third part of this work, the author is inducted into the Arcadian Society and offers a discussion of Philip Neri, the humorous saint. That section, is all, that section also includes letters from Wilhelm Tischbein to the author, while the book incorporates a portion of the essay on the creative imitation of beauty by Karl Moritz. The first volume of this work, which concludes with the author's departure in 1787, was published in 1816, while later volumes were originally published under the title From My Life, as was the author's autobiography, which is better known as Poetry and Truth. The author used the pseudonym Filippo Miller while living in Rome, where, where he stayed after hastily departing his lover Charlotte von Stein and his employer, Duke Karl August of Weimar. For 10 points, name this account of a sojourn to such places as Naples and Venice, a work of Goethe. Roman elegies? No. That doesn't work. We are looking for Italian journey. Toss of 10. The protagonist of this work crosses a mountain pass on a narrow bridge which deters soldiers from pursuing her, and towards this place end, the protagonist is fortuitously divorced from her husband, Joseph. The protagonist is married off to Joseph by her brother, Lavrenti, and on her wedding day, she is shown a Persian rug that returning soldiers brought with them, which reminds her of her beloved Simon Chashava. Act 3 of this play describes how a character who led the Grand Duke of Grosinia escape, becomes a judge, and in its final act, um, settles a dispute between Natella Abashvili over the identity of Michael's mother. For 10 points, identify this play in which Azdak awards Michael to Grusha after she refuses to pull Michael out of the party. Caucasian truck circle. Yes. Hmm. Hi, you wrote a dissertation on that. I know, it was late. <laughs> <laughs> Early. <laughs> yeah, that's 11. One character in this work describes how his boss arranges his work schedule to keep two stenographers busy, and the protagonist's father intends that character to be a role model. The protagonist is disgusted by pictures of George Washington and John Calvin in his bedroom, and while entering his house through a basement window, one wonders what would happen if his father mistook him for a robber. The title character works as an usher in the Carnegie Hall, from which he's fired after his father. Paul's case. The bus, the bus. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Paul. Bad case. Um, not the 12. Act 1 of this work is uh, set exactly 10 years after the introductory scene, where the protagonist is given a set of pearls and Greek camels as a gift. Earlier, a character is taken into a dissection room by Marius, and a central character remarks that Sala was a Roman general and not Marius's lover. The activity of the warship Ultimus surprises the protagonist, who then reads of a revolution started by the title characters. Towards the end of this work, a character made to resemble the protagonist is renamed Eve, and Primus is renamed... Yeah, I thought that was R-U-R. Our title characters. Okay, when you're done reading each round, take the score sheets to 301, and Andrew will have more score sheets. Sounds good. Up 13. Yes, up 13. This man is not aroused by, by a thought like a 20-year-old like a 20-year-old, and not by a touch of his skin like a 40-year-old, but is most susceptible to a silhouette like woman. This failed author of the proposed work, Terrors of an Anthel, has a dream in which he rides a giant chopstick into a barracks where, he, where a group is playing cards, only to find that the card he is dealt is actually a letter that causes his fingers to bleed. Uh, he recalls a conversation about education with a man who resembles a Mobius strip and regrets leaving the stamped and addressed breakup letter in his trash can. 
he finds a dislocated spine early on in the novel in which he appears and later becomes obsessed with designing a device to trap fresh water. Early on, he's mistaken for an artist when he is seen walking from a train station with an entomologist's kit. For 10 points, name this father of an extra uterine child who is stuck with the title Woman in the Dunes in a Kobo Ali work. Uh, Junpei? Yes. Very nice. I don't remember the rest of his name. I think he has like a first name or a last name or some other name. Yeah, Nikki Junpei. Yeah, Nikki. Yeah, Junpei. <laughs> Toss up the 14. The protagonist of one section of this work realizes uh, that he is handsome when he looks in a hotel room mirror, which leads to the realization that his $3.75 per week salary is alienating him in Washington, D.C. That section of this work ends with the protagonist, uh, Santosh, fretting over Priya's, uh, Priya's suggestion that he marry a black woman to gain citizenship. In the second section of this work, the narrator loses his money on, on a curry shop after he pays for Dio's education in London. The title story of this work ends with, the, ends with Luke laughing mercilessly after the protagonist is beaten by the government he serves. In addition to the stories of One Out of Many and Tell Me Who to Kill, the title story of this work sees a gay man named Bobby take a long car trip with Linda through the fictional town of the Southern Collectorate. For 10 points, in this work consisting of three short stories, a Booker winner by V.S. Naipaul. Mm. Okay. Dogs of the Middle Passage? In a free state. That is better. <laughs> the last of this um, A fictional review of this person's work claims that one feels that one is listening to a thought-tormented music and is praised by Ms. Ivors. It is by its possession fictionalizes this person as Randolph Ash. Andrew Crooker Harris received this author's translation of an Aeschylus play as a gift from Taplow in Tennant's Vatican's play about this author's namesake version. This man is told to hang it all at the beginning of Canto 2 by Ezra Pound, and Gabriel Conroy debates whether or not quoting this man's poetry would be uh, would be over his listeners' heads in Joyce's *The Dead*. The central male character in Virginia Woolf's *Flush*. Uh, the central male character in Virginia Woolf's *Flush* for ten points. Name this poet whose wife counted the days. Okay, so that Robert Browning. Yes. Let's see. That was very good. Cool. Cool. Final score, Mike and Jeremy, 0, Seth and Celine, 110.